Hello, and thanks for joining us on our podcast. This podcast is presented to you by St. Matthew's Roman Catholic Church in the beautiful village of Voorheesville, New York. Each week, we'll let you listen to the Sunday Gospel reading and the homily. We hope that this podcast allows you to stay connected to St. Matthew's when you're not able to worship in person. If you want to join us in person, we worship at 5 p.m. on Saturday evenings and 9.30 in the morning on Sundays. We hope to see you soon. God bless. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us and do not subject us to the final test. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend to whom he goes at midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived at my house from a journey and I have nothing to offer him. And he says in reply from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children and I are already in bed. I cannot get up to give you anything. I tell you, if he does not get up to give the visitor the loaves because of their friendship, he will get up to give him whatever he needs because of his persistence. And I tell you, ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asked for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asked for an egg? If you then who are wicked know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. The Gospel of the Lord. For those of you who have experience around babies, human ones, they tend to have their first word as what? Mama or Dada, right? I think Dada is even more common than Mama. It's probably easier for the baby's little mouth to say Dada. And some reason fathers think that makes them more special, but it's just easier to say. Well, what's interesting is that Jesus, as you know, probably, you know, spoke Aramaic. And the Gospels are written in Greek. Luke's Gospel is written in Greek. So, when Luke says, 
the word father, it doesn't quite translate to the word that Jesus used for father to his disciples. And the word that Jesus used was Abba, meaning father. But it doesn't just mean father, it means more akin to dada, or papa, or daddy. Jesus was encouraging his disciples to build this familiar relationship with the father. And, you know, I think we, we kind of miss how revolutionary that was. You know, here is Jesus fervent in prayer and his disciples who themselves have followed him over a period of time and become people of prayer in their own right. And mind you, they would have also have, have known the Psalms and the Canticles and known the prayers of Moses and known the stories of the great prophets like Elijah and Isaiah. So they, they were already, their religion itself was already a sort of school of prayer. But just like anybody who golfs and is pretty good, but then sees Tiger Woods, you might say, Tiger, teach me how to putt. Teach me how to drive. Or Michael Jordan shooting basketballs, pick your analogy. Just the same as these men who were men of prayer saw something in Jesus. They didn't know at this point that he was the Messiah, the promised one, but they saw something special in his relationship with God. And they said, teach us how to pray. And like a good rabbi, Jesus did, but he did so in a way that made the Father closer to them, made it so God, who, you know, we, we see the, the awesome power of God throughout the Old Testament, and we have this, this reading from the Old Testament today, this conversation between Abraham, the great patriarch, and God about the city of Sodom. You know, I remember when I was a, a kid, you know, we all, we all remember, I think, when we're treated unjustly, right? When we're kids, we all have that story that sticks in their head. You know, I, I have one story in particular, and, and for some reason, I think, among the occupations where they hire crazy people, I think school bus driver has to be pretty high on the list. <laughs> I'm, I'm not earning friends today. Uh, let's just say one out of three are absolutely off the wall crazy. Well, anyway, I remember this one time on the school bus, I think it was a backup bus driver, and um, I was probably in eighth or ninth grade, and there were some kids, just a few of the, say, 50 or 60 kids on the bus acting up in the back. And the bus driver pulls the bus over and says, if you kids don't stop it, I'm driving this bus back to school and getting the principal on. And she pulled the bus over. The kids were still yelling and screaming in the back. So she drove the bus back to school. And the principal, Mr. Schneider, every bit the principal that you put in that stereotype of a principal, got on and said, all right, unless you, you give the names of the kids who are acting up, this bus will stay here. I, I don't remember if the kids' names were given up or not, but that bus stayed there about 15 minutes. And I always remember that was not fair. Well, unlike that incident where you felt, I felt treated unfairly, 
The God our Father is actually very much a just judge because in that discussion with Abraham, he, Abraham is basically having this negotiation with him, like, Lord, if, if, if there's 50 people in Sodom who are innocent, can we save the city? And God said he would do it if there were 50. And then the numbers go down and down all the way to 10. Ultimately, we find out only Lot and his family were people who were innocent in that city of Sodom, one of the most notorious cities of the Bible. But God is a just judge. But more than his justice, what Jesus emphasizes is that Abba, Father, Papa, Dad, is in the Bible, is a God of mercy. He forgives us our sins. But this is the hard part for everybody who is seeking growth in the spiritual life. And, and the wording in Luke's gospel, Luke chapter 11, which coordinates with the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, it's a little bit different, the wording, but I think sometimes when the wording is a little bit different, it conveys, it gives us another um, like vantage point to see the prayer, to see the Lord's Prayer. In this case, Luke says, and forgive us our sins as we ourselves forgive everyone in debt to us. I think in order to make this part of the Lord's Prayer hit home, we have to think of a specific example of somebody in our lives who unfairly, perhaps, has hurt us. Somebody who maltreated us or abused us in some way, shape, or form, whether it it's long ago in the past or very recently. And as Christians, we have a loving, merciful God who forgives our sins, forgives the times that we've transgressed against him or against others that we love. Can we, as true followers of Christ, find it in our hearts to forgive those who have hurt us? And that is the challenge. That is the challenge of the Lord's Prayer. And, you know, Jesus taught us these words, how true they are. And, and to be sure, entire seminary courses can be taught on this simple prayer that is said around the world millions of times by, you know, tens of millions of followers of Christ each and every day. But when it comes down to it, at the core, we are called to be merciful to others just as our Heavenly Father is merciful to us. May the Lord, who enlightens every heart, help us to give that mercy to others which He has so freely given us. And may God bless you.